0: Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to the sixth and final episode that I am recording in a row. Uh, My voice is feeling it, so let's uh, try not to talk too much. Okay, thanks. First word is O-Gratin, A-U. Next word, G-R-A-T-I-N. It is an adjective from 1806, covered with breadcrumbs or grated cheese and browned as under a broiler. Yeah, Tasty. Au uh, gratin is also an adverb. It is French, literally means with the burnt scrapings from the pan. Okay, that does not sound appealing. Uh, I, I'm glad that I was not one of the first people to have a, an original au gratin meal because that sounds kind of gross. I mean, it could be good. But anyway, we are going to move on to auger, A U G U R. Um, is this... Yep, it looks like it's pronounced the same way as Augur from two episodes ago. This is the first form. It is a noun from the 14th century. One, an official diviner, I think that's how it's pronounced, or is it diviner, uh, of ancient Rome. Number two, one held to foretell events by omens. Ooh, it's very spiritual and paranormal. Now we have Augur... Oh, yeah, um, I remember... Um, Okay, I'm going to read this next one, and then we'll talk a little bit about that. Oh, but that means I have to talk. Okay, second form of auger. It is a transitive verb from 1593. One, to foretell, especially from omens. Two, to give promise of. Synonym is presage, presage, P-R-E-S-A-G-E. Intransitive definition means to predict the future, especially from omens. Uh, Okay, there is another word that's similar, but I will tell you the little bit that I know. Uh, Supposedly, there is a thing called an auger, I think, um, and um, diviners, or is it a diviner? Diviner? Anyway, something about somebody was telling me something about where people they'll they'll try they'll use this device to go look for water or something, um, and maybe when it vibrates it's that means it's above water. I don't know something like that. But I think that's an auger, or the person was the auger, or the person was the diviner, and the other I don't know. Anyway, some I'll see if I can find a picture. Okay, next we have augury. Uh, This is a noun from the 14th century. One, divination from auspices or omens. Also, an instance of this. Number two, synonyms are omen and portent. Now we have the word August with no capitals. It is an adjective from 1581, marked by majestic dignity or grandeur, as in her August lineage. august Lee is an adverb, and augustness is a noun, and I feel like this was probably used in poetry, uh, probably old poetry, because I haven't heard it in a while. Oh, and it is akin to the Latin word auger. Next, we have august with a capital A. This is a noun from before the 12th century, the eighth month. I got something in my teeth. Sorry. I had a fuzz in my mouth. Uh, okay. The eighth month of the Gregorian calendar. This is from Latin Augustus, which is from uh, the person Augustus Caesar. Not Julius Caesar, but I think it was his brother, Augustus Caesar. Julius Caesar, by the way, uh, he was the one who made a lot of changes to the calendar. Uh, Thank you, Caesar, sort of. And uh, he got July, right? Julius, July. Yeah, that one's named after him. Now we have Augustine with a capital A. This is an adjective from 1704. One, of relating to or characteristic of Augustus Caesar or his age. His literal age or his time like the time he lived. Number two, of relating to or characteristic of the neoclassical period in England. And Augustine is also a noun. Augustinian is next. It is an adjective. No, what am I saying? I'm completely making stuff up. Uh, It is the first form. It is a noun from 1534. One, a member of an Augustinian order, specifically a friar of the Hermits of St. Augustine, founded in 1256 and devoted to educational missionary and parish work. Number two, a follower of St. Augustine. Now we have the second form of Augustinian. It is this one's an adjective, uh, from 1653, one of or relating to Saint Augustine or his doctrines. Number two, of or relating to any of several orders under under a rule ascribed to Saint Augustine, and Augustinianism. ooh, that's a mouthful. Augustinianism is a noun. Next we have Ojou. A-U, second word, J-U-S, a few ways to pronounce it. It is an adjective from 1865, and in italics it says of meat, so we're talking about meat, served in the juice obtained from roasting. And this is French. It literally means with juice. So if you combine something with any sort of juice, does that make it au jus? Like can I put some orange juice on my burger and say I've got a burger au jus. Next, we have auk, A-U-K. This is a noun from 1674. Any of several black-and-white short-necked diving seabirds of the Alkid or alcid family that breed in colder parts of the northern hemisphere Compare to the word great auk, or the two words great auk. This, uh, this is Norwegian or Icelandic, uh, from Alk or Alka with a K. Uh, from the Old Norse, Alka with a line over the first A. This seems like a word that would be in crossword puzzles. Auk or Alka or Alk. Anyway, next we have Alk So we put an L-E-T at the end of the last one. This is a noun from 1883. Any of several small seabirds uh, of the Alcid family that occur along north pacific coasts uh, and the genera that's this one of the scientific names is althea and there's another one uh let's see ticora hamphus ticora hamphus tic ticor next we have old a u l d this is an adjective from the 14th century it is sc- ch- uh, chiefly scottish not chiefly. Scottish chat chotish, um, and it just means the word old old and next we have this is actually good timing um it is the phrase old lang syne a-u-l-d next word l-a-n-g next word uh, s-y-n-e uh, this is appropriate because this is typically the song that gets played uh on new year's eve right after midnight and at the time of recording, ooh, actually, at the time of listening, you are listening to this, you are um, like nine days away from New Year's Eve. So, good good timing. Uh, this is a noun from 1720, and it means the good old times. This is Scottish, and it literally means old long ago. Now we have au naturel or O natural. A-U is its own word, natural, with an E-L at the end. This is an adjective from 1812. One, cooked or served plainly. Number two, A, being in natural style or condition. And two, B, we have the synonym nude. So if you go to a nude beach, you're going to see everybody au natural or au natural. Next, we have ant, A-U-N-T. Some people say Aunt. Or aunt, either one is fine. This is a noun from the 13th century. One, this sister of one's father or mother. Number two, the wife of one's uncle. Anthood is a noun, ant like is an adjective, and auntly is a, an adjective. This is from Old French ante, which is from Latin amita, which is akin to the Old High German. Ama, which means mother or nurse. Uh, from the Greek, ama, A-M-M-A. Both of those were A-M-M-A, by the way. Uh, and in Greek, it means nurse. <clears throat> uh, num Next one, auntie, A-U-N-T-I-E. This is a noun from uh, 1724, and we just have the synonym aunt or aunt. Next is Aunt Sally. Two words, capital for first letter for both of them. Uh, Let's see. This is a noun from 1879. It is British, and it means an object of criticism or contention, especially one that is set up to invite criticism or be easily refuted. The etymology says it is uh, Aunt Sally. This is the name given to an effigy of a woman smoking a pipe set up as an amusement attraction at English fairs for patrons to throw missiles at huh uh so is this one of like uh like an amusement game where you have to go do a thing um interesting i'm curious i want to look more into this what what so what's going on with aunt sally all right we got one more it is au pair a u space p a i r it is a what is it it's a noun from 1918, a usually young foreign person who cares for children and does domestic work for a family in return for room and board and the opportunity to learn the family's language. This is French, and it means on even terms. What an interesting I, I just, again, find it so fascinating when we learn where these things come from or what they mean. On even terms, does that mean that the au pair, you know, you they're taking care of the children and they they do household stuff? And so does that mean that they're on even terms with the parents? Um, I don't know. Is that what that means? Okay. We have to pick a word of the episode. Um <laughs> bop a doo boo da boo um, da boo ba ba doo Alright, so many good ones. I have to pick one. Uh, let's pick au gratin as the word of the episode. As mentioned, uh, I am vegan, so I can't have the usual au gratin, uh dishes, but maybe I can find one someday that is tasty. Usually, I feel like usually they're made with uh, potatoes, right? Yeah potatoes and cheese Mm, and breadcrumbs okay thank you very much for listening and until next time this is spencer reading the dictionary goodbye